This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Father Michael Fulton. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Columbus. Welcome, Father. Hey, how's it going, Father Adam? Awesome. Great to have you. Uh, let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we give you thanks for all of your blessings. Um, we give you thanks for this time together um, and for the many and varied ways that you are working in our lives and in the lives of others. We ask that you bless this time in conversation, and we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, Father, you know, we air this show at 8 in the morning. 8 in the morning. Yeah, so may- maybe you're, you're busy saying Mass, or um, maybe you're not even awake at that hour when, the, when this airs. Well, lucky for me, most of my Masses are at around 7 a.m. every single ah. day. That's but, right. As a parochial vicar, you would get the low, the early masses, oh, wouldn't you? Yeah, I I go where I am sent. It's it's the life. So, um, but just to kind of review what we do here, is this is it is as the as the title um, indicates a conversation on discipleship. But we like to begin it when we have an, a new guest with their story of how they came to know the Lord. Oh yeah. So perhaps you could share your story with us. Well, it's not a particularly unique story i'm sure that plenty of people if anyone hears this they're probably going to hear elements of their own story in there i was born into just kind of a normal catholic family like there was never a time when the lord was not a part of our family like he was there like i was baptized right away first communion first confession going regularly to mass i was born in denver but it's we had all this support structure. We had this faith. We had our community was built around the church and the school and all that. So like that was that was there. In fact, you know, I, when I was in second grade, I had a little old lady come up to me, ask me what I want to be when I grew up. I said a priest, and she grabbed my cheeks so stinking hard and just like lashed onto them. Uh, but when we moved here to Columbus when I was about twelve, uh, all that that we had in Denver was gone. Like we didn't have all that to lift to lean back on. We couldn't really. Just depend on that. It wasn't as convenient. And so it was easy for me just to kind of move away from the Lord. You know, it wasn't a necessity. I, I moved into the public school system at the Olentangy uh, School oh. District. Uh, go Scouts, go Braves. And yeah, I was able to fill my life with a whole bunch of new things. I was able to s- surround myself with different people. I was able to focus myself on different stuff. And like the faith just wasn't as important as it once was, you know, no fault of my parents. It just, I found something else to do. But then of course they threw me off to confirmation classes. And it's funny, they literally like threw me out of the van. Like they pulled up into a strange parking lot, pushed me out, <laughs> pushed me out of the car and they drove off. And it was, you know, the St. John Newman's crew, they, they took care of me from, from there on. So I would, it was at St. John Newman's confirmation classes. Like that's where things started to roll. Like that's where my first real encounter with the Lord happened because I had been really taught like just kind of the fluff of the faith, you know, as a kid, I was like, yeah, this is a nice social club. Mm. Uh, it's where my mom talks to her friends. And my dad hangs in the parking lot and talks to the guys and you know, the priest dresses up funny and he sings funny songs. And, but then 
in that confirmation class, all my hat, my hat off to them. They presented like a very strong image of the church and the faith. Like they gave us a lot more theological understanding, church history, like not, not nothing too deep as eighth graders, but, but it was the first time in my life. I'm like, wow, like the Catholic church, like there's a lot more here than I gave it credit for. And this piqued my curiosity. This, um, uh, brought me back and I wanted to know more. And then of course, receiving the, the gift of the sacrament of confirmation, like that just kept those wheels turning. And so that was my first real encounter with the Lord is realizing, okay, this church that I've known since I was born, like there's a lot more to it than I gave it credit for. That was really where it started and everything kind of. Was there a um, confirmation program? Was it um, like big event youth ministry thing? Was it catechetical classes? Was there a retreat? What kind of? It was catechetical. We had a retreat. Um, it was led by Tina Birch and Megan Basler at the time. Uh, I know that the Richies, they were, they were involved with a lot of the grade school stuff. But it was, it was largely catechetical. We also had, you know, we had the events. We had, I remember distinctly trying to impress all the girls at the games that we played and, you know, trying to, you know, yeah, trying to catch their eye. But there was, there were small groups and there was catechism, which I was very, yeah, I'm very thankful for now. And then, so you graduated from Olentangy? Go Braves. And yeah. where did you do, what did you do after that? So I went from, I went through four years of high school, at, only four years at Olentangy on, um, yeah, just off of 23. And then I went immediately to the Josephina, which is just 10 minutes down the street on 23. So I visited the Josephina my junior year of high school. This is after, you know, a big back and forth uh, in my discernment process. Uh, and I finally, I just gave it, I said, okay, I'm going to go visit the place. And I decided, I realized, you know, when I got out of the car, I said, wow, I just felt this amazing peace. And anyone who goes to the Josephine, like it's this big medieval castle looking thing. It's, it's crazy. And you step into that, you're just stepping into another world. And I just felt this tremendous peace knowing like, okay, I don't know what the heck God wants me to do with my life, but I know that he wants me to do it here. Mm. And so I filled out the application. I took a chance. I I said, what's, I did the, the pros and cons in my list, on my, in my head on, on a list. And I came in in the fall after my high school graduation. I never looked back. I'm really glad I did because I was able to really give those most formative years of my life. I was able to be formed, you know, in the seminary. I was able to be formed with all that daily prayer and with, you know, just the most amazing setting that I could. You know, it's, um, um, in, in spiritual direction at, um, at Ohio State University, I work with a lot of young men and young women who are kind of discerning their vocation. Yeah. And one of the things is the sort of the Lord calls us to steps mm-hmm. in our vocation, Absolutely. you know, like discernment. Yeah. And what, what was there that led you to visit the, the Josephinum? Like what was there before mm-hmm. that got you to do that kind of first step? Well, the first, the very first step, again, after like realizing, okay, the church is a serious thing. And like, this is something that I can actually give my time to. Uh, the second thing, the second step was Father Dave Sizemore, who I think is in this building somewhere, some, doing something <laughs> strange. Uh, he called me out. Like, there was a personal invitation uh, at youth group. And he said, hey, you're Mike Fulton, right? I've noticed you. Like, have you ever thought about uh, discerning the priesthood? Have you ever thought you might be called to the priesthood? <clears throat> and again, I denied it. And I was like, absolutely not. And I ran off back to my games to impress the ladies. But that thought 
that was that step, that in that the Lord needed. And that just ruminated my mind. And then that led to another step of, you know, joining a discernment club. That led to another step of getting more involved with the youth group, some a leadership team, going on a parish pilgrimage, uh, breaking up with, uh, breaking off some very toxic relationships that I'd formed in my school. And like, it was, just, it was step by step by step. Again, plenty of back steps, plenty of, plenty of missteps, plenty of things where I made a lot of mistakes. But again, it was that just one step at a time. And by the time I got to the end of my high school career, I was able to look back at those steps and I could see where they were all pointing. I could see that they were pointing in a particular direction. I might as well keep going that way. And you were at the Josephinum for eight years. Is that eight right? Years. Eight years. Um, yeah, I, had a, I did eight years. And, and do you? Did a lot so, of time there. Let, I mean, there's obviously there's a lot um, that happens in seminary and in priestly formation, but maybe, you know, as we kind of continue at least this first segment of our conversation is what, um, what did you, in the, in the realm of spiritual growth and mm-hmm. formation, wh- how did you see, you know, especially eight years in one place from yeah. maybe when you came in as a, um, you know, as as a brand new seminarian mm-hmm. to your diaconate, what progress did you see in your spiritual life? Like, what did you learn mm-hmm. in those years? Well, luckily, I was a pretty blank slate when I got there. So there's a lot to learn. So I'm able to say very confidently, just about everything that I got, I got there. Um, you know, I came into the seminary. I knew I was supposed to be there. I didn't know much else. And the guys around me, they knew everything. They were, they were set. They were smart. And I was able, I was just there to absorb everything. And so it started off with, I learned about the mass. I knew nothing about the mass. Um, Confession was the main thing that had drawn me towards the priesthood. But learning about the mass was like, wait, what do we believe is happening during the mass? I knew about the Eucharist, but the the sacrifice of the cross, that was amazing. Um, Going into... You know, maturing, getting to, you know, learning how to spend an hour in quiet time with my own thoughts and the Lord. Like that was unthought of, unheard of when I first came in. And uh, that was something that was just developed in us and that was cultivated in us over that time. And it's funny, halfway through the seminary, uh, I had to reapply to the second half of seminary. I looked at my answers to questions when I was coming in from high school versus when I'm going into the second half. And it was remarkable, you know, the way that my answers to very simple questions had changed like they had matured they had deepened they had taken a lot of substance i praise the lord for the the simple things that he used to get me into the seminary but he used such much much deeper things to keep me there and to help me develop my vocation Hmm. beautiful um as we um as we wrap up this section um what is your favorite aspect of the priesthood favorite aspect of the priesthood man uh it's i love the mass the mass mm-hmm. i i can say lots of other things that i love but yeah the mass is the reason why <laughs> is why, why i get up every morning especially why i get up so early every morning the mass is the sacrifice of christ on the cross and i get to i get to be in persona christi capitis i get to be there in that place and offer the sacrifice look up to heaven pray for his people there's nothing like it mm. It's amazing. And you already know. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Father, so much for joining us. You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship, and I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Father Mike Fulton. And until next time, peace and all good. 
a Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.